Welcome everybody, you're on Mind Your Biz, and we have Mike Parker, the founder of the Pro Wrestling Mini Museum. How are you, Mike? Doing good. Man, I'm looking at all that stuff behind you. Is that like all memorabilia of, of wrestling and stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Man, how, how long have you been a fan? I feel like I've seen some of that stuff, like, looks, it's like classic even. Yeah, I've been a fan since 1985. Wow. And and if, are you one of those fans that travel and go to shows in different states and one of those kinds or what? Oh, definitely. I mean, not uh, I like to keep it within driving distance. But yeah, if it's, you know, we'll say up to three, three and a half hours away, I'll probably be there. Wow. Now, what's who's the most memorable wrestlers that you've ever encountered? Or, you know, I don't know, maybe you got an autograph or get to shake their hand. Uh, I would say, I mean, there's a, I've been to a lot of signings. Uh, the two most memorable that I've met in person are uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. So unfortunately no longer with us, but I mean, totally opposite of his on-screen character. Nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. Wow. Paige who was in WWE and met her years ago. Uh, and there was a huge crowd. So she was, uh, you know, really at the height of her popularity, probably took time with every fan, really great with kids, which I love to see. So those are probably the two most memorable. Excellent. Now, where do you think, I mean, what, what's your thoughts on where wrestling has gone as, as far as, I feel like these plucked out these big characters and made them into monsters, just like, you know, you got The Rock and Messina. And were you watching these guys when they were in, the, in their wrestling element? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like I said, uh, I've been watching since 1985 with no break. You know, a lot of people come and go or, you know, they'll stop watching, get back into it. I watch no matter what. I know what happens with a lot of people is like, oh, man, this isn't as good as it used to be and all that. And. I'm just one of the diehards. I stick with it no matter what. Wow, that's great. Did you know that these guys were going to be big superstars when you saw them in the ring? Did you ever foresee them being, I mean, in these blockbuster films and things like that? Uh, with Cena, you could kind of see the direction of The Rock. Eventually, you could see it, but I didn't see it coming as much because... You know, a lot of people might not know when The Rock got started, he had a totally different persona. You know, he was his father was a wrestler and they presented him as like a goody goody. They called a baby face and had this ridiculous costume and nothing like the the confidence, arrogant, funny rock you would see later. So it would be hard to see that coming out the door. But as he progressed, uh, you could definitely see something there. Wow. And now, and now they're talking about he's, he, he might be going for presidency. You believe this? Yeah, that'd be crazy. Hey, the guy's got, what has he got? 50 million I don't know, followers on his social medias. And I don't even know if you need that many to win the, the presidential vote. It's wild. Yeah. If they vote, you never know about those social media followers. You can get them, but getting them to engage and do things is the real trick. You're right. You're right. How do you think the sport of wrestling has transgressed, progressed since the start till now. What are your thoughts on the overall shift in wrestling and the evolution of it? Uh, I, I think it's getting really hot now. I mean, there's 
it typically goes in cycles where it gets hot and then there's a cooling off period. And there was almost a forced cooling off period because there was only one major company for almost 20 years. And now you've had AEW come out and there's real competition. You've got people moving back and forth again, being offered better money. So I think the competition now giving fans choices. So I think right now it's, it's really hot and no telling how far it's going to go. Cause AEW still only been around for two years. So it's still a young company. So still a lot to be seen. Excellent. And do you think some of the, you know, the big explosion of MMA has either taken some of those big wrestling fans away or somehow distracted from the whole wrestling world? Oh, definitely. Because, again, there was the cooling off period. And, again, as it moved against, we'll say, people's tastes, the classic wrestling, they found MMA. And a lot of them didn't come back, say it. But now that we have AEW and we have something for more fans, we've seen a lot of fans come back. Maybe not to the height of what they call the Attitude Era, you know, 98, 99, and you had two companies going full throttle. But uh, it's definitely coming back where you have two shows where uh, one's getting well over a million viewers, one is getting a million or close to it every week. It's definitely going upwards, I feel. Excellent. And who do you think are some of the big guys that are that are really going to grow into these major... I don't know, these major public figures. Um, who do you think has that potential in the wrestling world these days? Wow, that's that's uh, hard to say. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, you've got Roman Reigns in WWE. He's The Rock's cousin. He was already in Hobbs and Shaw. So you could de definitely see him uh, moving on. That, that's the one that really comes to mind. Okay. And now, this museum that you put, you've put together, is this a, a compilation of all of your, I don't know, nostalgia and, and memorabilia, or is there other fans getting involved to help the movement? No, this is 100% all my stuff that I've acquired, um, mostly in person. You know, there's a 2% that I've gotten from other big collectors and that percent is small because there's only a handful of people I trust, you know, as with any hobby, there's a lot of fakes out there. So it's gotta be somebody I have a hundred percent trust in to buy something from. Now, I don't know if you want to answer this question and you don't have to answer, but did you ever put a ballpark number on how much money you might've spent acquiring the memorabilia, and it might have been just going to the actual fight and getting them to sign it for nothing. But I'm sure you spent a lot of time and money, you know, going to these uh, signings. Have you ever put a number on that or you don't even want to do that because it might scare you to death? No, I, I, I can't say I don't want to. It's just hard because of the way it's evolved. The All I, I could say, um, you know, before this existed and it was just my collection there was less money going into it now now i try more to get the ring uh ring worn stuff tbu stuff and it costs more and there's stuff that's quite frankly out of my price range 
but now, you know, you can get a big item or I'm getting a big item and I can give you numbers there. I just bought something that I haven't even gotten yet. Someone's boots, that was $650. Uh, my biggest item, I don't know if you can, yeah, it's hard to point to, but it's Carmella's ring-worn outfit from the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Paid 2000 for that. I can give you that number. That is my biggest purchase and probably the only time I'll do something like that because there were a lot of elements there, it being the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. I really felt like it was a historic piece and something I needed to jump on when it became available. But yeah, I'll, full disclosure, I don't have that kind of money to spend every day. I can't imagine. I mean, that stuff is costly. Man, um, what piece of memorabilia do you feel that you have that you either got for nothing or almost just very inexpensive that you think has the biggest value that surprisingly went up in value in some way? Is there anything like that in your collection? Yeah, I'm going to say I know. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if anything was paper for it because uh, it was so long ago when I was in high school. Um, Ricky Steamboat and a wrestler named Big John Studd, who unfortunately passed away young. They were signing autographs at a racetrack and my dad took me. I don't remember if there was a fee. If there was, it was very small. So I have Big John Studd's autograph, and that's highly sought after. I don't even know what it goes for. And obviously, the, you know, with the authentication and everything, I got it in person, so I know it's real. And if I put it to a third-party authenticator, it would pass. So as far as going up in value, that would probably be it. Very cool. And especially if it's rare, you know, if he wasn't just giving away his autographs everywhere. And if he passed, obviously, it's hard. no one can get it now. So what gave you the idea to put all this together and make this online museum uh, since you've put so much effort through the years collecting? Uh, it was kind of a slow burn. Uh, in 2013, uh, in an antique mall, there was a guy who had his collection out, collection slash store. Uh, it's called Pro Wrestling World. It was in Pennsylvania, and he had his collection out, and I would go there. It was like two hours from where I live. I'm like, this is amazing. And I went there constantly for, for about five years until they closed up. And before that, uh, I just carved out a little space. So I'm going to have a wall for my pictures, some pictures, because previously everything was in a binder put away. So it started out with one wall. Then uh, when this place closed up shop, I was just like, I want to keep this going. I don't know how, because again, I loved going there so much. He was offering his things to customers. You'd fill out a form. I picked out a few of the things I liked the most. Luckily, got them all. And that kind of planted the seed in my head. And I needed more space, went to another wall. And over the next year, it just exploded. You know, I, ha I have it in the uh, in my home and it just, you know, now it's everywhere. It, I'll say it, it's in my basement, but it's a lot of stuff. And the way I have it set up online, you know, it, it doesn't just look like somebody's basement. It's well cataloged, each item. You know, there's text there display, explaining things, excuse me. But yeah, and then in 
late 2019, you know, I'm part of a lot of collecting groups and I noticed that a lot of people have this kind of stuff, kind of keep it to themselves, which to me is no fun. And I said, I want to share this with other collectors. I said, what about if I put this online and and I built a website and I built some social media and it's kind of grown from there. I'm proud to say on my Twitter account specifically that I have over 50 wrestlers or wrestling personalities, well-known following me. Wow. So That's uh, that, that's credibility right there. Yeah. What does your family and friends think of you all these years and your passion for this? They're blown away by it. You know, they know they know about my passion for wrestling. And the, the other thing that I really want to do here is because, again, not everyone can do this. I'm fortunate, even though I have limits, to be able to build this. And I want other fans to be able to live vicariously through me, which is also why I put these things up so that they can look at it. And, you know, it's a website. It's there 24-7. So that, that's the other thing I want. That's awesome, man, that you're willing to share. Uh, I feel like, like you said, a lot of collectors, they stay to themselves and they keep in their own bubble. But it's great that you're really trying to share because there's, there's tons of wrestling fans all over the world that I'm sure would just love to dive in. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm hoping they do. Uh, I've seen the website traffic go up, which I'm, I'm happy to see. And uh, yeah, I hope people are enjoying themselves. I hope they're not overdoing it. You, you know, there's a lot to see. Taking it in maybe in multiple sessions. Uh, I mean, otherwise, you could be on there endlessly the way I've set it up. Wow. Well, that's noble, man, that you're willing to share your world and all the hard work you put into collecting. Um, and now where can everyone go look? What's the uh, website? Uh, the website is pwmuseum.net. Easy enough. Easy enough. Is there anything uh, else you want to share about the site so people can engage and, and be a part of it? Uh, I would just say, you know, you've got different types of fans, obviously. You know, you've got fans that maybe have only been fans for a few years or old school fans. But if anyone's on that site and they have questions beyond what I've written there, don't uh, hesitate to contact me. I'm always happy to talk wrestling always happy to answer questions, you know, give history lessons, so to speak, if somebody wants them. Well, yeah, you've been doing it long enough. So you're, you're like an expert. There should be a, some kind of an honorary degree with, for, for that. Yeah. No, I, I also want to say, I'm just hoping with this, um, there are a couple of physical museums, which is cool. Like I said, I used to go to one, but I want people to really, realize that I'm a hundred percent like uh, you're saying I'm credible with this and I want people to kind of look at it on that same level you know I'm not just doing this uh, I, I can't even think of how to put it like where it's just a little nothing I'm putting a lot into this you know where I'm, I'm building professional relationships and I want people to know that this is a top shelf thing basically now that sounds great well, you're definitely a noble guy to be putting this together and sharing it. Thank you. And everyone can check out PW. PWmuseum.net. PWmuseum.net. All right. Nice meeting you, Mike. Take care. Good luck.
we appreciate over here for letting us mind your biz. Mike Parker, thank you for coming.